Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, everybody. Uh, Robert Evans here, along with Garrison and Chris. Um, We are preempting the episode that will be airing after this because um, of events that happened in Portland, Oregon this weekend. On Saturday the 19th, there was a weekly racial justice march. Um, The march, uh, again, it's occurred every week for a couple of years now. Um, It is ostensibly led by the mother of... uh, a uh, uh, Patrick Kimmons, who is a, a, a Portland, a young black Portland man who was killed by the police a couple of years ago. Um, this is a regular thing as a general rule. You'll see a lot of folks on the right talking about this march as like an Antifa gathering. Um, this almost never gets any coverage whatsoever because as a general rule, um, it's it's just a march where people, you know, uh, protest police violence. It's not something that that tends to to draw much attention um, even within Portland. Um, this Saturday, a person who lived in the neighborhood where people were assembling for the march um, left their home, confronted a group of women uh, who were acting as corkers. Corking is a, a job at protests. It's a traffic safety thing. It's people on a mix of usually bikes, motorcycles, scooters. Every now and then you see like a one-wheel and their job is to kind of route traffic around the march in order to keep people from getting hit by cars. Um, it is a, a safety 
thing. Um, these folks were confronted by this person, reports on the ground that have been covered in local news from people who were there say that he started out yelling at them, calling them terrorists, and um, according to one person who was on the scene within about 90 seconds, began firing. Uh, he hit and killed one woman, um, and he wounded four others, um, and he himself was shot by a protester who was nearby, uh, who was, to all everything we know so far, legally open carrying a rifle. Um, he is the shooter, um, is in critical condition in the hospital, um, one of the people who was doing traffic security that night is dead. Um, I believe at least one is still in the hospital. The others have been released. Uh, that's, that's the, the actual, like that's the, those are the facts of the situation as they're known. The protester who returned fire quickly afterwards turned themselves and their rifle into the police. Um, you know, the police did the stuff that they do in these instances and then released the person who had responded defensively, uh, to the shooting. And that's where we are right now. Um, Portland police have been very cagey in saying anything about this. They have framed it as a clash between a homeowner and protesters. Um, one thing we can say based on where this person came out of, it does not appear that they were a homeowner. It looks like they left a, um, would have been like a, a, a rental thing. Not that that particularly matters, but it's interesting the framing that the police are choosing to use here. Um, and yeah, there's, there's fairly little information as of right now. The name of the shooter has not been released by the police. Um, neither has the name of the protester who responded, um, to the gunfire, but, uh, we do know, you know, a number of the people who were hit, uh, we know the person who was deceased. There is a GoFundMe up right now for the people who were injured and the people who were killed in this shooting. Uh, if you go type up stand with Portland into GoFundMe, uh, you will find the GoFundMe. Um, it's raised a significant amount of money already, but obviously people are going to have huge medical expenses. Yeah, because there's so many people in the hospital. Yeah, Uh, there is a group of two. There were two of the people who were there were shot eleven times together. Yeah, Um, it's a mess. It's just a horrible, horrible situation. So you know, certainly they could use your support. It's to cover like funeral expenses, medical expenses, and then you know, helping with the overall healing process. But people are going to miss work. People yeah. may want to quit their jobs and stuff in the wake of something like this, because how could you go in and, and do pretty much anything after this, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so please please, please go send them help. I'm yeah. Um, send them help. Avoid kind of spreading anything more specific than that until there's there's evidence. There's not yet video of this, although one of the people who was there says they have a GoPro that was taken by the police that may have something. I don't know the extent to which we will get that information. Um, Again, the police have been acting to uh, kind of make this look like a clash rather than what the evidence that like reporters at OPB and the Portland Mercury and even the Times have have found, the interviews they've conducted. um, It seems fair to say that this was a mass shooting um, that was stopped by a protester as opposed to what I would call a clash. Yes. Um, But... That's that. It's obvious Portland police aren't going to want that narrative to come out. Very tellingly, the mayor of Portland, Ted Wheeler, issued a statement where he talked about the shooting as a piece of the city's ongoing gun crime, did not mention the woman who was killed, did not mention the injured, but expressed his sympathy with the police for being so tired. Um, so, you know, that's Portland. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty sick. And like, you shouldn't, like, it's not like, 
it's not like dismissing it by saying it's Portland and saying like this is like going, no yeah, there's, like, there's there's been growing rhetoric from the city and people yeah. the past few years that have basically been encouraging something like this to happen um and now that it has it is also pretty sick looking at different like media framing and police framing yeah. talking about it's a homeowner and how it was like yeah it was like a clash not like an outright attack on people um yeah so it's 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 bad it's it's, um, it's pretty gross but what we can do right now is support the people who were there to yeah. the GoFundMe for, for medical support. expenses and, you know, mental health effects in the next, yeah. Yeah. next, next it, bit. Some um, of the wounded were themselves plugging up the bullet holes of other wounded while they had also been shot because it was yeah. a lot of the people doubled as medics or had some sort of medical training. Um, there were medics who were, like, threatened by police when they arrived on scene for not being willing to stop providing... Um, pressure to a gunshot wound like a bunch of ugly stuff happened there's a mix of ugly stuff and like stuff that seems ugly but is pretty normal like the ambulance did not move in immediately which obviously people on scene were very angry about that is standard everywhere for like ambulances yeah. at active shootings and it's just it, it i mean it's not pleasant but it's also like they're not ever acting from as much information as the people who were there maybe have i'm not i'm not gonna blame you know emts or whatnot for following sop in this situation i will blame the police for their responses to stuff like this obviously and the fact that um you know it, it it's it's unlikely that a satisfying police investigation will be conducted that said it does seem like we already based on the early reporting that exists from again a number of different news uh organizations number of different local journalists that we have a pretty good idea of the basics of what happened um obviously more will come out uh, in addition to, you know, I, nothing but uh, respect to the medics who responded. Um, I think it's worth acknowledging that the protester who shot the shooter um, seems to have, from the evidence we have, handled themselves uh, as close to perfectly as you can in a defensive shooting. Um, they stopped the threat. Um, they went to the police, they turned in the rifle, they did not. And, and there's a number of reasons for this, including the fact that, like, the last time there was a shooting that uh, was involved a left-wing demonstrator, that person was hunted down and killed by U.S. Marshals. Yeah. Um, but it also, I think, helps when it comes to the legal stuff that's going to wash out on this, the investigation. It really helps that this person dotted their I's and crossed their T's to make it very clear that this was a... Um, a very like legal self-defense situation. Obviously, I think a lot of the folks who participate in these things don't particularly care about the law one way or the other, but in terms of how other people see what has happened and what the fallout to this is and maybe the degree to which uh, people properly put some blame on the city for this, I think it is helpful that the person who responded um, with their rifle to this shooting conducted themselves so carefully so i mean i have i have a lot of respect for everybody on the ground a lot of hard decisions had to be made um and it it seems like in a a the worst case scenario situation the people who were on the ground handled themselves um with a tremendous amount of of thoughtfulness and uh and courage i think that's everything yeah i don't think there's not, not yeah. much else to say at this moment right now stay yeah. safe be careful um and uh, again the go gofundme just type type gofundme stand with portland into google it will take you to the gofundme um and you can help folks out there hello welcome 
to It Could Happen Here. Uh, I'm Garrison, and today we're talking about two of my favorite things, uh, which is uh, unions and coffee. Um, uh, joining me, as usual, is uh, Chris and Sophie. Hi. What do you guys think about, about co- coffee and unions and the combination thereof? Big on unions like that, like like making them, like having them uh, not big on coffee. It's mm. it's too bitter. I can't mm. do it. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, unions, great. Coffee, great. Chris, bad. Chris gets the wall. That's, <laughs> oh, no. That's... It's the ultimate canceling. <laughs> that is, Canceling's yeah, gotten are, more intense. We are coming down on the coffee issue. Yeah, don't I, don't so. ever tell Prop that. Don't ever tell Prop you don't like coffee. I worry for you. Um, and anyway, to to join us to discuss uh, coffee and unions is a uh, uh, union organizer and uh, 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 also someone with a podcast. So that's fun. Uh, uh, but uh, Kaylee Schuler, hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. You Thank know what you. they say about unionized coffee? That tastes it, better. It, it tastes better. That's <laughs> yeah. That is that is that is what I have heard. I uh, much better is, quality. That is true. Maybe that's the problem that Chris has been having. This yeah, is true. none of your there are no unions unionized. here. Yeah, yeah. See, that's a, that's the thing. That's a, Chris jump to jump to conclusions, but you failed. You <laughs> failed to consider the uh, the coffee question. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're gonna be uh, talking about unions and coffee and Starbucks today because there's been a massive wave of Starbucks uh, location unionizations around the country. And I like to start by kind of discussing the origin of this like wave of unionization efforts all across the states. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'll just say right off the bat, like um, legalities, logistics, the nitty gritty is still not my forte in all of this. Um, so I might not do the best job explaining it, but I'm going to do my best. Um, and to get into the origin story of the whole movement. I'm just going to get into my origin story a little bit um, with this effort. So um, I started working at Starbucks last year and uh, not long after I was approached by uh, my fellow partner, my friend, Tyler DeGuer, and he's also one of our committee members here. And he was like, Hey, did you hear about what just happened in Buffalo? And as you guys probably know, uh, Buffalo was the first to unionize. Um, and so he was really excited about it. I was like, yeah, sounds cool. Probably not my thing though. Um, and he was like, no, it, it is like, just let's talk about it. I was like, all right, fine. And we talked about it. I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. We should definitely do this. So, um, as far as I know, this, uh, started in Buffalo, they reached out to workers United, uh, cause they knew that this was something they needed and wanted, Um, and then when they successfully unionized, I mean, it just sparked so much, uh, inspiration across the country and we hopped on really quick. Um, other locations in Boston also hopped on not long after and, uh, yeah, it kind of spread like wildfire. Yeah. It's been wonderful to watch the kind of wave of uh of of attempts and in some cases like in a lot of cases um like successful attempts uh just kind of take a you know just go all like it how fast they've been happening in so many mm. different places around around the country um yeah i'd like to talk i'd like to talk about like why the starbucks unionization 
kind of effort is so important like why mm. why this is a, like of course like unions are obviously like generally a net good but like mm -hmm. w why specifically is, is it's is, is it important to unionize these starbucks locations like what types of like um issues is the unionization trying to kind of solve and give you know workers better better conditions at these at these uh, stores and cafes mm -hmm. so this great question and first i want to start by saying Starbucks is a great place to work. I, I say that all the time. I reap the benefits. There are benefits, good ones. Uh, they pay minimum wage or whatever. Like the, the pay is decent. We have benefits. It's really a, a lot of people who work at our Starbucks say it's one of the better jobs they've had. And we deserve a union for it's, I mean, really in my brain, it's kind of akin to insurance, right? You have it in case you need it. If an emergency happens, you don't have to pay the whole um, ER bill out of pocket. You've got some coverage coming from somewhere, right? That, yeah. at least in my mind, is what this union is for. Um, that being said, we also just want to obviously democratize our workplace. We want to have a spot at the bargaining table because we, you know, we have HR, we have people to go to, but unions are partners looking out for partners and that's it. Starbucks looks out for partners and uh profit. You know, it's a business, it's a huge business. Um so this would just give us um a stronger sense of empowerment and uh again, I I really think of it kind of like insurance. It's just us uh making sure we're taken care of at all times. Yeah, and what what type of kind of I know whenever the discussion of unions kind of starts at workplaces, there's always like an element of like secrecy and, you know, like mm -hmm. being worried about, you know, different types of suppression. So what types of kind of things have people been doing when the, when the union is like trying to get, is trying to get, trying to get off the ground to organize? Like, is, like are people using like signal chats? Like what, what is, what is like mm. in these, in this, in these stores, how is, how are we trying to get more people to be like be comfortable with this idea and get like get started with the organizing process. That's a really good question and we're still doing that work all the time. That work doesn't really end especially because um it's commonly known now so I don't feel as scared to say it but there are being there is union busting happening. It's happening all the time. Um, and it's scary and it's intimidating and it's meant to be, and it's effective, you know? So, um, we have a, a majority yes vote in my store. I already know that, but it also takes upkeep. It takes maintenance. Um, it takes checking in with people and, you know, for my money checking in and saying, Hey, how are you feeling about this? Are you doing okay? Like, I know that this is scary. I know that you're hearing things like, do you have any questions? Um, it takes us doing our due diligence and researching the things that they're saying. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of a constant thing as far as like technically how it's done. I mean, lots of group chats, just like way too many group chats. That, that has been most of my experience with most, most political organizing in general is just yeah. way, way too many group chats. Yeah. In terms of like what Starbucks is doing to start their like union busting response is this website that they've launched. Yeah. I, I, I know you've, I, I know you've tweeted about this, uh, 
about this site. So I, w- I would love to love to discuss it. Yeah. I mean, I just went off. I didn't really think much of it. You know, I just, I saw it on there and just was like, this is lies. Um, I mean, well, for one, I'm, I'm trying to remember everything I read and tweeted, but the one that's coming to mind is when they say this may affect your relationship with your store manager and it may make it difficult for us. Uh, to me, that is that may depends entirely on how much um, union busting Starbucks wants to do. If you want to tell our store managers that this will negatively impact our relationship with them, if that's how you want to frame it, then yeah, it probably will. Um, if you if you want to make it more difficult by not negotiating the contract easily with us. Um, yeah, then that might happen. It's not, that's not a union problem. That's a Starbucks problem that they are framing as a union problem. Um, Yeah, I can't, what were the other things that I commented on? I mean, I I would just like to also explain like what the site is and what it's like trying to do. Um, Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, (laughs) it's union busting. It's, uh, it's giving, it's giving partners the facts that they need yeah. to know, you know, like it's, it's, <laughs> we want to make sure that you are informed before you vote. No, um, that's what that is. Yeah. It's this like sleekly designed page that has the list of facts about, about yeah, union I mean, organizing and all the reasons why it's going to negatively represent, negatively affect your relationship with the Starbucks corporation. Oh, yeah. this was, <laughs> One of the points said, um, the union may not negotiate for some things you are hoping for and some things you value now might go away. That is so ridiculous. That's a threat. Yeah. That's yeah. A threat. That's, a threat. <laughs> That's a threat that your well-being will be changed. Like, we might not negotiate this contract very nicely with you. That The union is us. They love to talk about the third party and, oh, your, your store manager is going to have to work with a steward. The steward is going to be someone who already works in the store. Yes. (laughs) The steward is us. The union is us. Why would we negotiate a contract that doesn't benefit us? That's so silly. It makes no sense. It's it's very typical union busting kind of behavior. Mm. And if, you know, if they can just, if this type of propaganda, you know, can just convince a few people and scare scare only, only a couple of the people, that'll be enough to kind of cause division and shut down efforts in the store right so that that's that's all that their goal is is to prevent you know at least one more store from not doing it that's like as, as long as they do that yep. then it's then it then, then it's like successful um absolutely and, you know based on how many people work at an indiv- individual individual store that's not like entirely unlikely right is it'll you know it, it will like you you union busting efforts do work in a lot of cases and that's why they still yeah. do them like that's absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why it's, it's really important for, um, you know, if there are any partners listening to this, um, and partners, by the way, is what, you know, we call ourselves at Starbucks. Um, yes. The, the, um, social aspect of this within your store, the checking in with your partners and seeing how they're feeling about it and having, um, as many face-to-face conversations as you can have and really, really sticking by each other is really important because 
Yeah, like I said. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. These um, tactics are tried and true. They're effective. They're intimidating. Um, And so you have to really support each other through that and keep reminding each other like, no, there's a reason we're doing this. This this is actually still a good thing, you know, because... On top of our jobs, and then a lot of partners are in school or they have families, like we already have a lot going on. And then we have to go into work and be reminded that our desire for a union is not um, valuable to Starbucks. And so they're going to make things harder by doing all the things they're doing. Um, You have to really, really be there for each other through this process. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, solidarity one of the key mm-hmm. one of the key tenants of this type of you know this type of organizing absolutely
I know Chris is a pretty big union appreciator. I mean, I I I like unions, but but Chris, Chris really, 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 really enjoys the unions. So I'm wondering <laughs> if you if you have anything. Uh, he likes uh, them so much. He'll he'll even like unionized coffee. He'll be like, this coffee's delicious. Oh, it will. It will. It will <laughs> What's in it, this? It will convert Chris. Absolutely. Yeah, some, some of the some some of the the there's some stores in Chicago that are unionizing, and I'm like, hmm, maybe I should, maybe we should go check them out. Yeah, you should yeah. at least at least check them out and say like hi and be like, yeah, you know good job, guys. Great- What's a great thing to do? Um, definitely go to those stores, go up to the counter and offer your, or um, order your coffee and then ask them to write like Union Strong or We Love Unions as your name. Because um, when the baristas are making the coffee and they st- like see that sticker come through, it's we really love that. Chris, they have great tea there too. Ice cream. That's yeah, true. I, well, I, I, I drink a Get yeah, the honey citrus chai. mint tea. It's really good. Or the chai. Like, that's, listen, that's I'm really saying helpful I, information though about like, yeah, we have a, I there's finally a store that's like somewhat near Los Angeles where I am that that has announced that they're unionizing, which is exciting. Like, okay, wow. California, way to join the party late, but <laughs> you know, it's it's cool. Go ahead. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. One thing I'm interested in is. Like how how big is the shop? Like how how many, how many people are are sort of like well, I'm not not just like like just how how many people there like could potentially join the union? I mean, anyone could. I think we have about twenty. I could be so wrong, but I think we have around twenty partners in our store right now. Um, and yeah, any well, yeah, just about anybody could join. That, that not seems anyone pretty... who's salaried yeah okay but I mean, that, that, that seems that seems pretty common across all the different stores is around that or it's around like 20 union eligible people per location seems roughly accurate based on the stuff i've seen from you know seattle to philadelphia to boston to buffalo to you know all all places in between and yeah so par- part of part of like the actual more organizational structure is uh, linked to Workers United. Yes, part of the part of the Service Employees International Union um, affiliate kind of, of a family of unions, um, who's kind of led the led the campaign, or you know has been part of the campaign mm-hmm. um, to unionize the you know thousands of locations mm-hmm. through the states. And yeah, I think around like eighty locations, including two of the company's flagship ones inside Seattle and New York, have have joined this this effort. And it does seem like every day there's m- like more stores yeah. popping up who are who are who are saying, "Yeah, this is a good idea. This is you yeah. know whether it be to you know be like, yeah, some of our equipment is old and it's like you know it causes like heat burns because it's not like maintenance properly, or being like, yeah, well, there's a lot of like sexual harassment caused mm-hmm. by you know, like some like some like patrons that never gets addressed by management yeah. <laughs> um and, and uh-huh. you know, or you know saying like yeah i maybe deserve to be paid more than 15 dollars an hour um mm-hmm. with rent being you know as high as as high as it is maybe I mean, we should be paying over 20 bucks an hour i don't know how everybody else is doing but my rent situation is interesting so i'm I mean, definitely rent, <laughs> rent has been ballooning in recent in recent months even yep. it's been it's been really going up which i mean i'm sure we'll talk about that at, at some point on the show here but yeah, like there's a lot of there's a lot of issues that are being like, yeah, 
maybe people should be paid more. People should be at the bargaining table. There's a lot of things to address to make it a safer mm-hmm. workplace, to make it a mm-hmm. workplace where you're more respected. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, it's really nice to see people saying, yeah, I'm not going to put up with this anymore and we can do something about it. Because like, there are mechanisms to to do this, right? That's why mm-hmm. it's happening. So that's that's very uh, very exciting to see to yeah. see this taking place. It really is, and it you know you make a lot of great points and bring up a lot of the benefits of having a union, and it just like it just surprises me how anti-union Starbucks is is period because um, yeah. it's just it's like. I don't know. You, yeah, you paint such a beautiful picture because it is a beautiful picture to have autonomy and um, respect and empowerment in the workplace. You know, they uh, <laughs> they train us to work through the lens of humanity, you know, by their words. And uh, it's pretty humane to let people have a say, a real say in the workplace, you know? Yeah, I think it kind of exposes that type of, you know, pretty pretty corporate language that performative yeah Yeah. exactly it's um i I am interested in like the other like kind of union busting or soft union busting kind of stuff going on even like before this website in terms of how like man like how like management's been responding um and how more like like what like what like the local responses to when stores start Mm. talking about this yeah and and another follow-up to that is I, I noticed that COVID was mentioned on this on this website. Mm-hmm. Is that being brought up within union busting at all, or is that brought? I just it was like a huge red flag for me that they used like, "Well, we helped you during COVID." As like right. a thing. We were there for you. Which, yeah, like, that, that 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 is. I hope so. Which really we did not. Sit that's well like with yeah. me. that's like that's like uh, that's like abusive terminology. That is, that is pretty manipulative to be yeah. like we we helped you during a pandemic. It's it's like well yes, as you should. Because yeah. yeah, you're the place where I was employed. I give something to you. You give something to me. And yeah, and as I Twitter ranted in the comment, you know, like with peace and love we had to beg to get our cafe closed you know like we we like it wasn't like we just uh cases rose and they came in and said hey guys we're gonna close it like we had we were calling and um making a stink and i mean we were talking about striking but then remembered we're not unionized yet so we didn't but uh yeah, yeah. i mean it was we yeah we were really fed up um with people sitting in there for hours with their faces out, you know, as cases were rising. So, um, yeah, great point. That's really pretty manipulative. Cause like you should be helping us th- through <laughs> yeah. COVID. Um, that's not like a, that's not a benefit. That's just, no, baseline. that's like, yeah, that's not just, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not killing people. That's like, should, so should kind. be something that's just kind of always there. Yeah. Um, sh- shouldn't shouldn't be an extra, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, as far as um, you know, sort of local um interference, I guess I'll say. Um, I do want to say, um, in my case, our store manager, um, I really care about her. Um, I have a great working relationship with her. I really respect her. She's done a lot of good for our store, um, and she's really just doing the best she can having conversations with us. Um, she has 
her opinions and feelings about it. And I just try to listen to them and she listens to mine. Um, but they're definitely, yeah. I mean, as soon as we filed for an election, we started actually, as soon as we started organizing and they sort of caught wind, um, we started having barista meetings, Mm. which are as vague as they sound. Um, and people who had worked there longer than me said, we've never had these before. Um, maybe once, you know, in a few years. Um, so we started having all these meetings and not even talking about the union at first, but all of a sudden they wanted to hear from us and fix things in the store and, and all this stuff and be super helpful and present. And then there definitely just was a heightened, uh, corporate presence in the store. Um, people we'd never seen before coming in like, Hey, how you doing? Want to talk? It's like, no, you're a stranger. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> um, so that was weird. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's, there was definitely, definitely just a shift in presence. Um, again, we have these meetings and, um, yeah, it's been interesting. And what, what do you kind of, how do you see like the situation resolving? Like, do you, do you, like how, how, like, do you, um, have, has, and also like, yeah, what's like the state of, of, of your stores specifically? Yeah. So we are, um, on our way to an election. Um, we've requested an election. Uh, so we're really just like in a waiting period for that. We don't know exactly when it's going to be. We've heard soon. Um, but who knows when that is? Um, we, yeah, we have some, we, we had to like do a zoom hearing for some of the legalities for things here in Massachusetts. Uh, that was interesting, but yeah, so we're, we're just waiting for the election at this point. And the election is what will, uh, you know, that's when we're going to cast our yes or no vote. Um, and we will find out whether or not we're going to unionize. And I, I think we will unionize. It's looking that way. I'm confident. Um, and I really look forward to that. What do you think? Um, like, what do you see is happening after the vote is done? Like, like assuming it is a vote, yes. Like, how do you think this will impact um, working at the store going forward? It's going to be interesting. And it's going to be an adjustment, right? Because from the time that we vote and we vote yes, let's say we vote yes and we're going to unionize, there is, it, it could take a long time. It could take a year. We don't know. It could take more and less um, to get from that vote to, you know, what we refer to as the bargaining table um, to negotiating a contract with Starbucks. Um And in that time, there are things, um, and again, if partners are listening, you can do your research on this on the NLRB website. Um, There, you know, there are things that will be um, different in that waiting period, right? So if if Starbucks decides to release um, a nationwide um, spring raise, because why not? We love giving you raises. Um, we would be exempt from that because we're in negotiations because we're in this sort of in-between spot. Um, there, there are little weird things that we might have to just be aware of, no going in, um, in that sort of interim. Uh, 
yeah. And then eventually, you know, those raises and any other things that we've sort of been waiting on get brought to the bargaining table. Yeah. I, th- I think this is an important thing for people to understand when, when you're doing union organizing, right? Is, you know, you, you have this giant push and you have like, you have to have the push to get, to get either recognition or to get this, the, the national labor relations board vote. But most unions that go under go under in like before the first contract and you have to like that's that's something that you know when, when you when you talk to people who who are professional union organizers they talk they talk about this constantly which is mm. like you you have to hold it together during during that period between your first like be, between when you when you're when you, when you get recognized or when your vote and that first contract and it's hard in a lot of ways yeah because the things you're talking about like management will do you know they'll, they'll intensify the union busting because they're hoping the union will still fall apart but mm. if you hold it together and if you get that first contract your union like you know you you now have a union and you, you've basically stabilized and at that point like you, you now have a seat at the table and you have to like take your seat at the table and fight yeah but it's it's a big responsibility yeah when when you say hold it together during that time do you do you mean like um, just through those changes and that interim and that sort of weird, awkward phase, like you have to like just hold it together like mentally and just kind of power through it? Yeah. Well, also, I mean, you, you have to like you have to just keep making sure everyone's involved, which is something yes. that yeah. is difficult because, mm. yeah, especially after sort of the initial. People lose that, steam. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And because people have it's also have work. like a job to do uh, yeah. this entire yeah. time. Yeah. Right. They're still they're still making coffee. They're still making podcasts. They're still doing whatever. Uh, so yeah. you still have, have you your work. Ever, have you ever done this is sort of beside the point, but it's fun. Have you guys ever done like the um, 16 personalities personality assessment? At some point. Yes. I've, I've never done it. <laughs> It's really fun. I just did it for school. And um, it it's the thing that tells you like I'm an INFJT yes. and my thing is the advocate. Sophie, what's yours? You look like you had one ready to go. I don't remember what it was, but I remember having to do it like 15 times in school. <laughs> yeah, I also yeah. I also forget what I the one that I did for when I was in school as well. But I I brought it up because I'm thinking I want to send it to my fellow organizers and be like, do this. And we can sort of highlight what each other's strengths are um, and start playing into those. Cause like you were saying, Chris, like it really is a team effort. And I think it only really works if you are utilizing people and respecting people's strengths, you know, cause not everyone has the same strengths. Like, yeah, you might be a kick-ass graphic designer, but like, not everyone can do that. You know, maybe they're better at hosting get togethers or they're better at writing emails or whatever, you know? I think, yeah, playing to strengths is so important in the long run because, yeah, it can take a year to get to the negotiating table, which, which like is horrible. Like that shouldn't be like it should, it shouldn't be that long. Um, and, you know, tactics such as like specifically, you know, raising wages around a unionization effort so that people yep. in the union don't get it that is like another form of union busting like that yep. is like mm. do, like don't think they haven't thought that through like that is that is part of that whole process being like oh yeah you could have a union or you could get higher wages now like that's like that's that is part of what's going on it's because they yep. want people to not sign on to have long-term benefits so they're going to offer these short-term benefits so like 
it really is like because of how elongated the unionization process can be it gives a lot of time for people to get burnt out um and and combating that and like combating being burnt out is one of the most important parts and yeah it's it's really it's really challenging sometimes oh my gosh absolutely i mean i love that conversation i'm like a mental health dweeb um it's it's my it's what my my podcast is called your mess enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm signing up and playing is so easy simply sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye Guy and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Friend, and uh, that's basically all I talk about is mental health. And yeah, the burnout, I mean, I'm recovering from burnout right now. You know, um, it's very real. You have to make sure that you know, while you're taking care of everybody else and making these efforts, like you have to make sure that you are checking with yourself every day and making sure your needs are being met because giving from an empty tank does not last long. Yep. (laughs) As I'm sure you guys know. 
Yeah. If you uh if if you're if you're if the water in your espresso machine is out, then nothing can flow through to make the <laughs> then anyway. No well, shots for you, baby. Exactly. Yeah. See, it was what a amazingly crafted metaphor. <laughs> I just did. not tortured at all. Um, any, <laughs> anyway. So what is the like turnover rate at the store like? Like how, how quickly are people coming in and out of, of jobs and how has that been affecting organizing? Oh, a cool question. Um, we haven't had a ton of people leave since hmm. I got there. I mean, and I definitely, I can pretty confidently say none of those had to do with unionizing. Um, hmm. It was all for just like different reasons. Um, we've had quite a few more people come in recently. And I would say that, um, I mean, it's, it's weird because our current store manager, uh, who's great. She was hired around the same time that we really started amping up union stuff. And, you know, it's almost unfortunate because I think she thought it was, it was about her and it just so wasn't, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but yeah, so it, it, I, who knows if it was just cause she was there now or because of the union stuff or both, but, uh, they did start hiring quite a few more people, um, around the time that we started organizing. And yeah, I mean, it's, you have to walk this fine line when you have new people coming in, of course you want to get to them and give them your info, um, or at least give them resources to look into, uh, before corporate gets to them. Um, but then you also they're, they're learning a new job. It's really fast paced and overwhelming. Yeah. Like you have to be careful not to totally overwhelm them either. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, that's really something I've just tried to keep in mind throughout the whole process is like when my friend Tyler approached me, I was like, I don't know what this is. I, I don't, I don't know if this is necessary for me. And now I'm on the committee you know um yeah. <laughs> so I, I you know what i mean like it's that thing where i'm like okay if i could be convinced maybe anyone can yeah all right is well there, um is there um any uh direct action that people who are listening or any call to action you have for us that we can uh provide uh, to our listeners or links or anything that you think would be useful for our people to know that's a cool idea. Yeah, thanks. Um, like we mentioned before, if you want to just like stop by your local unionizing Starbucks and get a coffee with the name, you know, Unionize or Union Strong, that like that in-person support, especially when you're first organizing, is really, really helpful. Even just stopping by to like drop off a card or say, hey, good luck with unionizing. Um, that really means a lot. Um, you can follow uh, SB Workers United on Instagram and Twitter and just engage with us. Um, reach out if you need info about how to organize. The people on Instagram are so, I mean, on all the platforms, they're just like so on top of responding. Um, and uh, websites. I think we have a website. <laughs> I, would, I, I would assume so. 
I I would assume at this point. Yeah. I mean, we have a pretty poppin' Instagram and Twitter, but um yeah, I don't I don't think I'm forgetting anything. I think that's that's about it. Um and just making noise on online is also really helpful, you know. I love when people comment on Starbucks posts and they're like, Yeah, how about unions though? <laughs> yeah. How, the, what uh... about a little union? <laughs> the website is uh, sbworkersunited.org. Um, Thank you. Aff- affiliated with the, the the Workers United and the Starbucks unionizing effort, which has ways to you know like donate or buy buy merch in support of the union and that kind of stuff, which funds all go to the go to the campaign. And you know, just in case it wasn't clear, like, and this is something you'll hear from Starbucks is all of this about the third party and Workers United is going to do this and that and blah blah. blah. We essentially, you know, we work with that. They, they promote our cause. You know what I mean? They're here to support our mission and our goals. I mean, you'd be amazed by how much partners do for this, you know, yeah, Workers like, United oh, oh, does yeah. so much, but we, we do the nitty gritty every day communicating with each other. We're communicating nationally. Now we have a platform for that. Oh, um, yeah. and yeah, it's really cool. And so like, they are, they're kind of like, I don't know, the supporting beams of, of everything we're doing. You know, yeah. it's us. But yeah, but like the actual makeup of it definitely is with Starbucks employees. I've, I've like, yeah. in all, in all the people I've been in like Twitter conversations with or DMs who are involved, it's like, yeah, like everyone who's like actively involved in doing it all has worked at a Starbucks before um, and still, and still are. Like it is, it is definitely being led by the workers. Yep. Um, yep. And yeah, that's re- really great and really crucial. Um, do you have any, do you have any other, uh, pl- pluggables either for yourself or for, uh, yeah, yeah anything else in general? Pod. Plug your pod. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks guys. Um, this was really fun. Thank you for having me on. I love podcasting. Um, so yeah, I mentioned, uh, SB workers United on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you give them a follow, follow baristas you find along the way who are, you know, speaking up about this, show them your support. Um, my podcast is called your messy friend. Uh, you can find me, I think wherever you get your podcasts, definitely Spotify. <laughs> that's what I use. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Well, thank you so much, Kaylee, uh, for, uh, joining us today to talk about Starbucks and unions. Um, you can follow us online yeah. on Twitter and Instagram at happen here pod and cool zone media. And I think that does it, does it for us. Can't wait for y'all to win. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. Can't 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 wait for you guys to win. As yes. as soon as as soon as Portland locations start going, I'll definitely go in and support. But until then, I will make coffee alone in my in my, <laughs> my 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 lonely my own my, my lonely espresso machine. Um, but yeah, thank you, th- thank you so much for uh for coming on to talk. Thank you, thank you so much. What Happened Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.